how's everybody doing? Uh, this is the big guy KG, and this is the second part of our Kobe tribute here at the Sideline Junkies. Uh, in order, you'll hear Junie, and then Delante. Then I'll come back, and uh, after that, we'll take a break, and then you'll hear uh, BJ. So stay tuned, keep listening. Hello, everyone out there in the sports world. This is Bad News Juni of the Sideline Junkies. I just wanted to reflect on the Kobe Bryant tragedy this past weekend. It was one dark day in January of 2020. Kobe Bryant's sudden and unexpected death is one of the biggest tragedies in NBA history. I want to pray for all the passengers in this devastating helicopter crash. Kobe Bryant his daughter Gigi, John Altabelli, his wife Carrie Altabelli, their daughter Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, the coach, Sarah Chester, her daughter Peyton Chester, and also the pilot. I just want to pray for everyone in this helicopter crash. I'm so sorry to hear this. I'm still trying to deal with it. This is one, one tough thing to deal with. You all take care, and um, you'll be hearing from the sideline junkies soon. Have a great day. I can remember uh, Kobe Bryant um, making an impact. Not his rookie year, um, but probably he started to kind of you know, make his presence known when he won the dunk contest. Um, you know, I, I guess that was when Brandy, you know, the, the whole I want to be down era, you know what I'm saying? That was still kind of like cracking, you know, the whole nine. But Kobe, yeah, he. I, I think that dunk contest that he won in 97, you know, it, it really put him on the map. And then from there, his, his whole – Thing just took off. Um, you know, we watched this guy. He he went through a lot in his career. He went through, you know, like publicized feud with Shaq. You know, although Shaq respectfully said it was, you know, big brother, little brother, family spat, which I can, which I can uh, agree with because that still translated into three straight championships, and then not to mention. Uh, a finals appearance when they had Gary Payton and Carl Malone. Um, you know, and then we had to think back to when Shaq left and it was just Kobe and uh, what's the kid? Smush Parker. Smush Parker. Um, Kobe, you know, I, you know, with respect, you know, he let his feelings no, you know, be known about Smush Parker. You know, they weren't quite on the same page, but he still, you know, took a young Smush Parker under his wing and tried to show him, you know, the ropes. Uh, he took Lamar Odom under his wing, showed him the ropes. He embraced Metal World Peace when he uh, came from Houston to L.A. Um, the same for... Uh, D'Angelo Russell when he was drafted to the Lakers. Um, Kobe Kobe has definitely taken a lot of players under their wing. Um, 
another fascinating thing that I really respected about Kobe was when they the league they had a lockout, and you know he was teaching guys how to manage their money. Um, as a matter of fact, I can recall there's some stories where he loaned. I want to say two or three. It was definitely two, but it might have been three, three guys like, you know, six figures. Um, so, you know, they can take care of their families because, you know, these guys, they have ran through their money, um, their endorsement money, NBA money, you know, all that. So, you know, Kobe kind of helped these guys get on their feet, you know, during a lockout. And, you know, that is highly respectable, highly respectable. You know, he like Kobe didn't have to do that. He got his own family. But, you know, through the kindness of his heart, this dude, he looked out, you know what I'm saying, for some young guys and he schooled them on how to manage their money. So their money can last longer. Um, the two championships that he won post Shaq. Uh, the one that he, I would say the one that was probably more amazing was against Boston. Um, you know, they were two years from beating the Lakers in you know, the 08 finals. Um, I mean, it beat them down. And then Kobe, you know, he was determined. He had uh, Paul Gasol and he had Metal World Peace. Um you know, when the next time they met and the series went to seven, great series, um, probably one of the better series in finals history. Um, his last game against Utah, the uh, 60 piece, you know, that was classic. The 81 piece against Toronto with mainly against Jalen Rose, that's history right there. And then, you know, he was even, you know, he even still made an impact post, you know, retirement, you know, so many guys, they looked up to uh, Kobe, you know, they showed their love and admiration. Um, the 08 Olympics, the Redeem team, um, gold medal game against Spain, he killed it. He killed, I mean, LeBron and D-Witt, they did their thing, but couldn't nobody from Spain guard Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, uh, he was mentally focused, you know, he dropped weight. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he can hang with those guys because he was starting to kind of, you know, hit that past prom stage at that point. Um, well, actually, I'll take that back because after that gold medal, he went, he came back and won two championships. So, you know, he was just, you know, razor sharp, razor sharp. So, you know, I, I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say we, we're definitely going to miss Kobe. Um, we know he's in a better place. You know, much love and respect. And a big rest easy shout out to his daughter, um, as well as the other seven passengers that were on a helicopter. Um, much love to his wife, Vanessa, and their three daughters. Um, you know, his parents, his sisters, um, teammates, um, coaches. You know, his friends, um, other family members, man. This is this is a major, major loss. You know, a gut punch for real. But, you know, just wanna, you know, say rest easy champ. You know, we all love you, we miss you, and God bless you, brother. That was uh great work done is very touching. Um still hard to process, so uh, 
take a break, pay some bills, uh, come back, and next voice you'll hear will be that of the boss, BJ. You know, when uh, we started this podcast, we uh, we got together and uh, it was just like, you know, the platforms were there and we wanted to put our thoughts and put our, the joy we have for talking sports and just being us on a platform. We thought people would enjoy it. And when you, when you do things like this, you never think of the lows that come along with doing things like this. And as everybody know, um, Kobe Bryant, along with his daughter Gigi, and seven other people, died in a helicopter crash Sunday, um, I believe north of Los Angeles. Um, I've been trying to get my words together for a, a minute now to just express what what it is. It's not just me. You know, I don't want to get on here and sound selfish, but just it's just amazing to see what Kobe meant to not just L.A., not just the Los Angeles Lakers, but a generation of ball players. what he meant around the world. And as a father of myself, of girls, one boy I just had, you see the, the impact that he's leaving behind with Vanessa and his other girls. It's just heartbreaking. Um, it really is. You, you sit back now and you, you watch all of the clips of the interviews he was doing and just, just, just listening to him talk and um, you, you understand, kind of understand, you know, the person he was, and what he was trying to accomplish, why he was so determined. And somebody, I've listened to so many interviews and I just... I don't want to misquote anybody, but I remember somebody saying that, you know, when he first stepped in the league, he said he wanted to be better than Mike. You know, of course, everybody scoffed at that. But he's probably going to be the closest to Mike. And to set the bar that high and have the determination and the will to just follow through with that over a, a 18 year career it's just it's a it's just it's amazing um you know myself i wasn't a kobe bryant fan in the beginning um for multiple reasons but as a sports fan and just watching him work and watching him being clutch and watching him being consistent he grew on me. And um, like I said, watching him be a family man, watching him hold, a, hold people to a bar that a lot of great players did. Michael did the same thing. If you didn't play a certain way, you either couldn't play for the Lakers or you had to, you know, you had to get yourself together. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's just hard to put into words 
what he meant to the NBA and, and what he meant to just L.A. period. You're, you're seeing it as we speak, people mourning him, um, which is just, I'm, I'm sorry because, you know, I don't have anything written down. Like I said, I had to force myself to just make this happen. Um, but just watching his clips and, and just watching how he carried himself, how he conducted business, how he was on top of everybody else. And you sit back and you, you just realize how how precious and how fragile life is. And, and it shouldn't take nine people dying in a helicopter crash. But it, it does give you perspective. And, it, and, you know, watching Shaq on TNT and, you know, watching him break down, it's, it's hard just not to be emotional over these things. Just watching everybody be emotional, anybody he's touched. Um, I really thought that, uh, I know it happened um, Sunday. Um, it was the uh, afternoon for me. We were finishing up my daughter's birthday party. But I, I really thought the NBA Monday, Tuesday, at least to Wednesday, should have canceled the games. Not just for the Lakers and Clippers. Uh, because obviously the Lakers are distraught because he was around them all the time and they got to know him and his family. So, and then to see Jerry West get on there and break down and talk about Kobe and the person he was, um, it's just, it's, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It really is. It really is. Uh, he, he had just got passed by LeBron, um, on the all-time scoring list and, and next day he's gone. Uh, he has so much more ahead of him. He's only two years older than I am. He had so much more ahead of him. He was already Kobe Bryant. <laughs> he would be your sports car with seven years. And he was going into his next year, which was after basketball. He had already won an award for his series. Um, so it's just uh, it's, it's hard to put it in words. Um, but just watching his clips and Watching how would he how he took things and just made himself better. It, it, it there was no limitation to it was never a point where he was content with okay now I can stop working and I'm and I sit back and I, I reflect on what we do as a podcast what I do at work, what we do in my life, and I'm at those same principles, and I'm thinking about things, and I'm like, I need to apply those same principles, and things, I, I tell the guys all the time, I tell all the sideline junkies, unless we're going to outwork everybody, we're just going to be another podcast, you know, sitting in podcast mode. When people notice is when you put in the work, the effort, consistently and um yeah it, it was hard um you know i know people pass all the time i think it was just the sudden pass and how he passed who was with him because not only his daughter was with him there was a mom in there father you know daughters 
the the Mamba team that Gigi played on Lost, her and two other players. So you got to imagine, can't even imagine what they're going through trying to just cope with the situation. Uh, It's just a huge loss. It's a huge loss. So many people trying to just figure out why. Why? If you believe in God or not, you know, that's another conversation. But a lot of people just trying to, I'm I'm still trying to figure out why. Um, You know, I love technology. You know, I'm not going to say I love social media, but I love the access to information. But I'm with the sheriff's office um, that slammed TMZ, and I I wish it was some type of uh, punishment or repercussions for TMZ putting that information out there before they can notify Kobe's family. I just think they're a gutter, uh, trash-ass news source. And I know a lot of people love TMZ, you know, try to get the information out there first but it's just some things you don't do and something tragic like that happens you know Sunday you get a report that you know uh, people are reporting that all of his daughters were with him which you know people are reporting that Rick Fox was with him it was just so much irresponsible news reporting going on and that's something here from day one I told the guys that we can't do. Uh, we made a couple blunders, nothing, you know, to that extent. You know, it, 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 if it's not confirmed, we're not, we're not reporting. And I just wish that somebody could punish TMZ, take them off the air, do something for what they did. Right? It's just despicable. It really is. Um, moving forward, and I, I, I talked to KG. Um, I haven't listened to his part of the Kobe uh, thing because it probably will put me in tears because we we both were we both were struggling and I, I and I, everybody was struggling. It, it's just hard to come up with the words and I and you you sit and think about it. You know, of course, you know Michael Jordan. You know, comes to mind when you talk about Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, um, but. Michael Jordan in particular with Kobe because that's what he modeled his game after. And another reason why I think the Kobe thing hits so hard is because we got to watch him come into the league at 17. We got to watch him grow up right in front of our eyes. I didn't get that chance on Michael. Um, I want to say I didn't come on. I was born in 81. I didn't really come up full head on sports fans about 89, 90. That's when I really dove into sports. So I saw Mike, you know, he was already in the league and and captivating as he was. I only saw him for another eight years. You know, I got to watch Kobe and Shaq struggle. You know, like Jerry West said, he had to trade Eddie Jones because it, it was just so great to hear Jerry West talk. Because Jerry West was the mastermind behind all of that. So to hear him break down everything that happened with that whole situation. And he said he had to trade Eddie Jones because um, it was time for um, it was time for Kobe to start. 
And for Jerry West to see that in Kobe Bryant, it's just amazing. And he told the story about how Kobe was embarrassing Michael Cooper, which is one of the best defensive players the league have seen. And, you know, people could make the argument, oh, Cooper's older now. You still have a certain level of defensiveness. And a 17-year-old cooking you. (laughs) You know, it's just amazing to hear those stories. But um, we got to watch Kobe grow, you know, his, watch his game grow. You watch them come back and beat Portland. To watch them three p. You know, watch, to watch them lose to the Pistons, to the Celtics. You know, we got to watch all that. The Kobe and Shaq breakup. You know, then Kobe wins two more with when they bring Paul Gasol and uh, Lamar Odom and Ron Artest and stuff in. Um, yeah, it's just I I think that's probably why it hurts a little bit more. Um, so it's, uh, I know I did a lot of babbling, a lot of rumbling, stumbling. It is no other way I could have put this together. Uh, I, I've been trying to get the, the words and just hoping it was a bad dream. It really was. I, I know that's a cliche a lot of people use, but I, I really was Sunday. I was just. I had to step away from my phone because I just couldn't believe it. I didn't really want to believe it. I just like this, this is this somebody, you know, somebody's misreporting. It just can't be, but, um, it's true. And I think if Kobe was able to say something to all of us, he would ask us, (laughs) why are we stopping moving? And I'm serious. Listening to just his interviews, just the way he carried himself, he would want to know why we're mourning him and why we're not moving forward, carrying on with what we need to do, why we're not going 100% forward, why we're not making ourselves better. That's That's what I get from Kobe Bryant. So from this day on, 100%. You got to give 100%. You got to stop putting off. You got to dedicate yourself. You got to outwork. One thing that stuck with me that Kobe said, it really, really stuck with me because I'm going through it now. He was saying, if you hate your job, if you dread getting up in the morning, find something else to do. And I know that's easier said than done for a lot of us because a lot of us take care of the household and you're expecting a certain amount of money in every week. But you have to really think about that because it takes a mental toll on your body. And when that mental toll comes, so does the physical. They're they're hand in hand. So that really stuck with me. There's a couple of things that stuck with me, but that's at the top. And... um. I just don't have any more words. I really don't. It's um, it's just a really, really tragic situation. And um, we will definitely, definitely continue to uh, honor Kobe's legacy, Gigi's legacy, the other seven people on board, and um, 
this date will never be forgotten. I believe he's already going to be enshrined into the uh, Hall of Fame later this year. That's going to be another tender moment. Um, and it was also nice to see, before I get out of here, guys, it was also nice to see that Yukon uh, honored Gigi with a uh, honorary jersey and flowers. That's the, the school she wanted to attend. And that just tells you, man, it's just, man, it's just a class organization. So they didn't have to do that, and they did. So, guys, I'm out of here, and uh, catch you on the next one. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Sideline Junkies. Um, Just remember to love one another. I mean, death reminds you that life is short. But every day you should know that life is short. And it is precious. So. Y'all have a good day. Good night. We'll catch you on the next episode.